It's our first two-slate show here on the Sportsline DFS Podcast. We will not do this often, but on Thursday, more early late games than late games, and frankly, a more intriguing slate for my purposes on the early slate than it is on the late. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. Mike, first, do you agree with my assessment? Do you like this early slate better than the late slate? I definitely like the early slate better. There's a few really like with the weather and just really great spots to pick some hitters today. So this is going to be really fun to get some day baseball in. And let's just start talk about that because it's, it's probably the most important thing on this early slate. Tampa Bay Rays at the Boston Red Sox. Wind blowing out last I saw, 16 miles per hour to right field. We've already got the green monster in left, which but the one thing that was kind of bad about Fenway is that it's hard to hit a home run to right field. Now it's not hard to hit a home run anywhere in that park. It's really interesting because the Rays are going with a bullpen day, starting Yanni Chirinos, more on him later, which would make David Price by far and away the best option on this slate, even though he's so much more expensive than everyone else on DraftKings. But you're not sure you're going to do it, Mike. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, We'll kind of look and see how the builds are going, but typically don't like David Price in these kind of situations because he can still give up the home run ball. And when you make it a lot easier for a player that has the platoon advantage to hit a home run against David Price, that is not a good thing. And it's it's interesting because he is so much more expensive on DraftKings, and I really think maybe that should be flipped because, relatively speaking, wins a little bit more valuable on FanDuel. Good pitching performances, strikeouts, things like that, a little bit more valuable on DraftKings. So we're more likely, I would be more likely to play Price on FanDuel, except I need two pitchers on DraftKings. And there are only two pitchers on the day slate that you would even ever consider using under normal circumstances. It's pretty easy on FanDuel to just go with Paxton and forget about it. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, it's going to be a tough decision what we have to do on DraftKings with be, where we pick two. Uh, but if I am using Price, I, you know, I do think the difference between him and Paxton is probably still not that big because Paxton is also on the road against a team that hits lefties pretty well as always let's start with the top stacks of the day again we're going to cover both slates we're going to spend most of our time on the day slate we will get to the night slate aka the yankee slate a little bit later in the show so if you're listening to this after the day slate's over we'll have coverage for you of that night slate as well by far and away the top stack of the day the boston red sox implied for a 5.3 runs that's probably a little bit too low the only team I saw this morning that was over five, the Oakland Athletics, that number's actually come down a little bit now. They are at 4.9, but still the second highest stack. And that's two days in a row now that Vegas is loving the Athletics. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, the Rangers pitching staff is, uh, on paper, they're not good at all. When you look at some of their numbers, they should be getting hit pretty hard by the A's. Hasn't exactly happened yet, but... Once again, I do think this is a spot where it could happen on the you know day slate. Uh, I like a lot of the A's bats. This isn't a s- sneaky stack in terms of what Vegas says, but I think it still could be a sneaky stack today. The White Sox are actually favored over the Detroit Tigers with James Shields on the hill. I know a lot of people are going to want to get Miggy and that Tigers stack going against Shields. I might be more likely to play a White Sox stack against Jordan Zimmerman, who is equally terrible. Yeah, I mean, look, that game, you can definitely stack up both sides of it. Uh, you know, it's the one game that might have a little bit of weather concern. There's, you know, maybe 30 to 40 percent chance of rain. But I do think that that game will play. And the good news is, is you're not considering pitchers in it. So don't worry about the weather there. Don't worry about the weather there in terms of that. It's not going to get rained out. 
Uh, I would like also, before we go any further, thank Carlos Martin- Martinez for just an outstanding night of pitching. Putting Carlos Martinez and John Gray together last night equaled profit. Let's talk about the pitchers. On FanDuel, again, I think it's pretty easy. You've got David Price and James Paxton, the only even average pitchers on this slate. Price in a great chance to get a win, which I think Paxton pretty much is too. I mean, Kyle Gibson was good in his first start, but I don't buy it. But the wind, the environment, that makes you really scared of David Price. Yeah, so you know, some people may not be afraid because it is very cold in Boston, which you know obviously is going to kind of negate the wind a little bit, but I, I'm still pretty worried about it there. I think that I would rather load up on all of the best hitters that I possibly can, so I don't think I'm going to be paying up for Price or Paxton on FanDuel. Oh, wow, no Price or Paxton, so we've got to get to our cheap pitchers. I was going to say my contrarian pitcher of the day was Nick Pavetta in the home opener against a Marlins team that does not have a very good offense. Pavetta has a little bit of upside on a start-by-start basis. But now I'm thinking it might not be contrarian. Is that going to be your starting pitcher on FanDuel? Nick Pavetta will be my starting pitcher on FanDuel because it's going to allow me to stack the Boston Red Sox and get exposure to the Detroit Tigers, Chicago White Sox, and possibly one of the Minnesota Twins that hits left-handed pitching well. Outstanding. I like that a lot. Are there any, like, let's say somebody wanted to do that on DraftKings and wanted to just have all the hitters on DraftKings. They can start with Pavetta. Is there any other cheap pitcher you'd consider or are you just going to do Pavetta and Paxton? Uh, I would consider uh, Tyler Anderson or Lucchese. I think either one of those guys that's pitching in Petco, I, I think it's a pretty good environment for them. Uh, you know, the, I probably lean towards Anderson, uh, even though the price point is not ideal at $8,000. I just, the, the way the Padres lineup is constructed right now, it's a day game after the night games. Uh, it's definitely not the best version of the Padres. So I, I do think that this is a good spot for Tyler Anderson. I do want to give just a little bit of credit to Yanni Chirinos. He has thrown one game this year, it finished the game, four innings, only gave up one hit, walked one batter, struck out three, did not give up a run. You look at what he did in the minor leagues through 168 innings last year between AA and AAA, had a 2.73 ERA. This is an elite control guy. His walk numbers in the minors over the last three years 1.1 walks per nine, 1.1, 1.4. So this guy knows where it's going. Yeah, and to that point, the, uh, the game that he appeared in this season was against the Boston Red Sox. Which is probably not a good sign for him. Not at all. Like, the one thing you'll be able to say for him early in the year, and he may even earn a spot in the rotation, this is a bullpen day, so they're expecting to use a lot of pitchers, but the first time he goes through the American League, hitters haven't seen him yet. The Red Sox just saw him, and everybody saw him at least once because he went four innings. So that's a little bit scary. Uh, yeah, definitely scary when you consider now he's being asked to start the game, which I, you know, a bullpen game or not, when you start the game, you are the starting pitcher and he is on the road at Fenway Park. Not a good environment for a young guy. Okay. Let's talk about hitters then. You want to have as many Red Sox as possible in your lineup. We got to find a catcher first though. Yeah. We need on, on DraftKings. That's not going to be easy today. No, it is definitely not going to be easy. Uh, it might be as simple as picking the cheapest catcher that's in the lineup. I, I'm a little bit sore about the fact that Chris Ionetto was still in one of my lineups last night um, for reasons that I think everyone's aware of. I will say Jorge Alfaro has been awful thus far, but he's 2,900 against a bad lefty in Caleb Smith. I don't think he's a terrible idea on DraftKings. I don't see any cheap catchers confirmed in the lineup at this point. 
Uh, the only one is Christian Vasquez for the Boston Red Sox. He's and we don't nine, we don't want to waste waste one of our Red Sox spots on Christian Vasquez, do we? Uh, I mean, we might be able to. We're going to have to kind of put a hold on it and see, but we might be able to on DraftKings. On FanDuel, I don't think that that's an idea at all. Okay, so Alfaro, Vasquez, find somebody cheap. If you're going to pay up for catcher, I don't think it's really a good idea. But Ionetta took the night off last night. He should be fresh. He's going up against a lefty. He mashes lefties. Chris Ionetta might not be an awful choice. I almost forgot something very important, Mike. It's dog chasers. Oh, I it's it dog chasers and BVP. I mean, I, I'm so flustered by the idea of this early slate and late slate. Dong chaser standings. I am at 23:30. Adam, second place, 2100. Chris, 1340. Mike, 960. And Scott White, his double dong guarantee did not come through. He's still at zero. It's time to make our dong chasers picks. Adam Azer believes in BVP. Our number one BVP hitter. Miguel Cabrera, 77 plate appearances against James Shields, 1109 OPS and four dongs. Adam is taking Miggy, no surprise there. Chris Towers, noted Marlins homer, is going with Justin Bohr against Nick Pavetta. It's disappointing, Chris. I, you were talking about the Red Sox. You were so excited about the Red Sox. We're doing a show on both slates, so I opened it up to both slates. I know you really wanted JD Martinez. I'm going to take Aaron Judge. The wind will also be blowing out at Yankee Stadium. Aaron Judge doesn't need any wind, although he could get a infield fly ball home run like Gary Sanchez did yesterday. Going up against Andrew Kashner at home, I'll take Aaron Judge. You're taking Martinez? I'm going to take J.D. Martinez. Just love the environment in Boston today. Don't really The cold weather doesn't matter for that, so the, the wind is more important. And, of course, just picking on a pitcher that's really kind of making his first start in that Really tough place to pitch. You will not play a lineup on the day slate without J.D. Martinez. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. We're going to get Mookie Betts and Benintendi in our lineup, right? Yes. Okay. So we've taken care mostly of the outfield. Yeah. No, I think that it's as simple as stack up the Red Sox outfield. I mean, it's their three best hitters in my projection model for this game. Uh, so I, I don't see any reason to not play all three of them. I have not chosen our second pitcher on DraftKings yet. James Paxton's in there. I'm I'm going to wait and see. I, I'm very, very, um, what's the word? Not quite nauseous, but yes, about thinking about having Nick Pavetta in both our FanDuel and DraftKings show lineup. But we may have to do it. So we've got Betts, we've got Benintendi, we've got J.D. Martinez. On FanDuel, who is the fourth Red Sox you, Red Sox you want to have? Is it Hanley Ramirez hitting in the three-hole to keep that stack intact with the top four in the lineup? Do you like Devers a little bit more? What, what are you thinking there? Uh, I think Devers is the guy that I like the most here. Uh, you know, at third base, I'm not super excited about paying that premium for Nolan Arenado. Uh, Miguel Sano is fine, but I think there's some, obviously some big strikeout risks there. So I think Devers is the guy that makes sense at third base. The one piece I would say that is in Arenado's favor is I chose him at Dong Chasers. He had a very good night last night, but he did not Dong. And they've got a little bit of a history of guys Donging the day after I choose them. Yeah. Don't be surprised if Arenado hits an inside-the-park home run like Carlos Correa tonight. So we have set up our lineups with Devers, Martinez, Betts, Benintendi. We've got Paxton on DraftKings. We've got Pavetta on FanDuel. Let's talk about the positions for this day slate that we have yet to fill in. And at first base is where we're going to start. We've got 35.50 per player available on FanDuel, so we can still pretty much play whoever we want. On DraftKings, we might need to be a little bit more conscious about what we're going to do there. One name 
that I find interesting, and he's not in as good of hitting environment as the Red Sox at all, not even close. But with Nelson Cruz on the disabled list, Dan Vogelbach is going to, I believe, probably play every day. Kyle Gibson, as we talked about, was very good in his first start, but I don't think Kyle Gibson's actually good. Vogelbach is $2,000 on FanDuel at first base, and he's pretty cheap on DraftKings as well. Let's look up that price, 2900 Yeah, I think I'm more interested on DraftKings than FanDuel just because I don't know that we need the salary savings on FanDuel today. So who is your favorite first baseman on FanDuel? On FanDuel, it's got to be Miguel Cabrera, uh, and only because I love BVP. You do love BVP. Like you are always asking me, Heath, who's the BVP? I already told you Miggy was. Chris Davis also is on this slate. Fifteen fifty OPS, two dongs against Perez coming back from injury. Martin Perez. A uh, couple of White Sox also have BVP. Jose Abreu fourteen sixty three OPS against Zimmerman. Avisel Garcia eleven eighty two. Two guys you might be considering that don't have good BVP. Nick Castellanos been bad against James Shields 545 OPS nine strikeouts and 22 plate appearances Marcus Simeon 481 OPS and 27 plate appearances against Perez and then tonight Manny Machado four for 23 all-time against Masahiro Tanaka the Tanaka one makes sense he's just a good pitcher the uh, other ones with Simeon and Nick Castellanos I have no issue playing either one of those guys in fact it would make me more likely to play both of them well, that's good because we need a shortstop. We don't have one yet. And Marcus is Marcus Simeon your top shortstop going up against Perez? Uh, yeah, at this point in the day, I think that he should be. And, um, and to clarify, Xander Bogarts is actually your top shortstop, right? Right. We but, just can't get four in. Right. We can't play anymore. Perfect. On DraftKings, we could play another Red Sox. Would, would you make Bogarts your shortstop in that situation? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that that, you know, look, you're paying a premium for him, but I, I do like this matchup for him. I mean, it's, it's going to be Xander. It's going to be Simeon. Uh, just kind of depends on where we go with pitching and, and catcher to really get that in. We're really backing ourselves into a corner and a Nick Pavetta corner. I like right the Nick now. Pavetta corner right now because every other op, like there's a chance that at least three pitchers in this slate negative. Well, Nick Pavetta could be one of them. He could be one of them. That that would be a problem. Okay, we have not talked about second base at all yet. Brian Dozier, the most expensive second base on FanDuel at 4,300. I like DJ LeMayhew at 3,700 against the lefty. I think Cesar Hernandez leading off on FanDuel at 2,800 is a very nice price. and would allow you to put whoever you want into the utility position. Where What are you thinking about second base? So second base is, uh, it's tough. I haven't gotten anybody penciled in yet. I mean, I, I want to see with the White Sox. I like Mancada a lot. I also think that Brian Dozier, other than the price point, could be a very interesting tournament play that nobody owns. Uh, I expect him, you know, he projects pretty well against James Paxton and, and probably the only twin I want. And this is the type of slate where you might have a hitter that's going against one of your pitchers because there's just so few games. And when we get to tonight's slate, I, it's almost likely you're going to have, if you play multiple lineups, a hitter going against a pitcher. Yeah, you know, when we get to tonight's slate, I actually have a, a hitter against a pitcher for sure. So definitely one of those days. Okay, I'm going to plug Nick Pavetta in here on DraftKings. I don't think we can play Brian Dozier. No, we're not going to be able to play Dozier. But uh, if we put Simeon at shortstop... Then we have Eduardo Nunez at 3,700 available to us. We have Scott Kingery hitting third against Caleb Smith at 3,200 available to us. Our lineup right now is Pavetta and Paxton at starting pitcher, Alfaro at catcher, Vogelbach at first, 
We don't have a second baseman. Devers at third, Simeon at short, J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts, and Benintendi. We have 3,700, 100 short of Cesar Hernandez. Do we need to do a little recalculating, or how do you feel about that? Uh, I think that you probably just play Nunez here. Um, I I think that that's what we're going to have to do. The nice thing about it is it's not a full stack because you've got one, two, four in the lineup, but then Devers and Nunez do have a little correlation. They're hitting six and seven, so there could be a situation. I wish it was the other way around, and Nunez could get on base and steal a base, and then Devers could drive him in, but anybody could hit a home run in this game in Boston today. Oh, definitely. So I'm not too worried about the way that they're lined up here uh, on this slate. Nick Pavetta in both of our lineups, Mike, this is really, really worrying me. You could also just go a little bit cheaper with your hitters, but... We have two spots left on FanDuel, Pavetta and Miggy, Devers, Simeon, Betts, Benintendi, J.D. Martinez. We've got 3650 remaining. Is this where we try to get Dozier in and then go a little cheaper at utility? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think this is a good spot for Dozier. Okay, so that leaves us $3,000 for a utility. Who would be your favorite pit hitter, any position, at $3,000 or less, knowing that we already have Marcus Simeon in the lineup? Uh, one guy that I, I think that, you know, we want some more exposure and we need some exposure to the Chicago White Sox. So I think Avisel Garcia would be an interesting choice at 2,900. Mike does love that BVP, doesn't he, folks? Pavetta, Miggy, Dozier, Devers, Simeon, Betts, Benintendi, JD Martinez, Avisel Garcia. That's it for the date slate. All the Nick Pavetta. What could go wrong? You know, you were talking about how we were going to go with a cheap pitcher on the night slate, and then we were going to be drinking whiskey. We may be day drinking whiskey with Nick Pavetta in all the lineups. Oh, there's a good chance, especially with the Masters on TV, to flip to after I'm done tilting. Yes, you can tilt the Masters, you can tilt baseball. Unfortunately, you can't, like, well, that'll be the better part, too, is Nick Pavetta goes bad, and you have all those night contests sitting there unfilled that you can tilt enter which is just about the best part of fantasy sports, right? Okay, let's take a look at the night slate. A little bit different, but I wouldn't say a lot different. Like Robbie Ray, who was the chalk in his first start, I fully expect to be the chalk again in this one. Only three games on DraftKings. And John Lester at Miller Park is the second highest priced pitcher. Adam Wainwright, Brent Suter, Brault, and Homer Bailey that's not a lot of fun to pick these pitching options here. We do have four games on FanDuel, but that doesn't mean the pitching options get better. What that means is that we've got Yankee Stadium with the wind blowing out. Is this just like the last slate where we're going to put four Yankees in our lineup and just see what pitcher we can afford? Uh, It's going to be close. Uh, I don't know if I'll have four, but probably bare minimum of two, most likely three. And the only reason for that is... The Chicago Cubs are on the road in Milwaukee, and we're going to want some exposure to that game as well. What if I told you I put a lineup together before the show that has Stanton, Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, Paul Goldschmidt, and Chris Bryant in it? I would ask you who your starting pitcher is. I'm going to tell you who my starting pitcher is. My contrarian pitcher of the night, Homer Bailey. Don't worry about the fact that Homer's in his name. Don't worry about the fact that he has a 4.5 K per nine on the season or a seven ERA last year. Okay. The guy that just had us put Nick Pavetta in all of our lineups is getting upset about Homer Bailey. Well, I've got a large sample size of Homer Bailey sucking. (laughs) I don't have a large sample size of Nick Pavetta sucking. Okay. So you like Robbie Ray. 
Um, I like Tanaka better, actually, even though he's pitching in an environment that's a little more difficult to manage. Uh, I still like Tanaka better than Ray. I, it's, it's really close. I think that people are going to pay for Robbie Ray, but I would rather pivot to Tanaka tonight because it's the only way I'm going to get differentiation. Okay, can I at least get you to agree that on DraftKings, where there's only six pitchers, and you can't play Tanaka, and two of the pitchers are at Miller Park, that you might consider Homer Bailey on DraftKings? I might consider Homer Bailey on DraftKings. Okay. Will you have lineups without Robbie Ray on DraftKings? Yes. So who are you? What pitchers are you looking at? Uh, my initial builds had John Lester and Adam Wainwright, um, which is also whiskey inducing. Oh my goodness. John Lester was terrible in his first start. He was below average last year. Adam Wainwright has not been good since before DFS was invented, I think. Um, and is making his first start against the Diamondbacks. This is disgusting. Let's build some lineups and see if we can get some Robbie Ray in our life so that I don't just have to go chug Tums as soon as the show is over. We agree on Aaron Judge. I assume Stanton's the other Yankee that you definitely want to have. Yeah, I I can't imagine building a FanDuel lineup tonight without Giancarlo Stanton. Okay, so we've got Stanton and Judge locked into our lineups at the catcher first base position. Do you prefer Goldschmidt to over Rizzo? Uh, I think it's really, really close. Um, Rizzo, the reason why I, I went to Rizzo initially is I just want exposure to that Cubs offense, and the run-scoring environment is a lot better than what Goldschmidt and Arizona is dealing with when they go to St. Louis here. And Rizzo really is hit left-handed pitching pretty well and for power, so I'm I, not too worried. I guess my question on FanDuel is – are Paul Goldschmidt and Gary Sanchez or and Anthony Rizzo 33% better than Gary Sanchez? I don't think that they are. Like Sanchez is the play at catcher first base, isn't it? I yes, I you know, knowing that we want to get some of these big names in the lineup, I think that we have to take the salary savings and go with Gary Sanchez at 3100. I really like second base a lot tonight. Um I expect Neil Walker is going to have a lot of success at Yankee Stadium with his batted ball profile. And he's going up against Andrew Kashner, who's terrible. Javi Baez, while he's not been very good to start the year, has traditionally been very good against left-handed pitchers. And he faces a lefty in Brent Suter that doesn't strike anybody out, which is one of Baez's biggest problems. Um, who is your top second baseman as of right now? Um, at, at this point in the day, it's probably Neil Walker, Javi Baez. But the one guy that I, like, I'm trying to manually not upgrade him but i'm probably going to end up doing it because it's very difficult for the model to capture how bad john lester is at holding base runners i like jonathan vr vr at 2600 on FanDuel. yeah i i think i agree with that as long as this is not a hernan perez game okay that makes sense um so yeah i think you could what you could do is you could put neil walker in he's 2900 if you wanted to swap to vr a little bit later in the day when we're certain that vr is in the lineup then we can do that there's no question we're playing chris bryant at third base right no question chris bryant absolute must play today chris bryant john carlos stanton aaron judge in your lineups and now mike's getting a little bit closer to seeing the homer bailey light let's take a look at shortstop are you going cheap here we've got paul De- paul DeYoung, who's been very good we've got dd can't play him with neil walker though addison russell against a lefty my first option was Cattell marte who are you looking at 
Uh, I'm looking to go pretty cheap here because based on what we've built so far, I can make this into a Robbie Ray or Masahiro Tanaka lineup still pretty easily. So I'm looking at your good friend, Orlando Arcia. You seem to love the Milwaukee bats against left-handed pitching. I think that he is the punt play in this spot. And he can run a little bit too. Like he's not Jonathan VR, but he can run just a little bit. So we have, I'm like, I've got Tanaka in there right now. We have 2,400 left for an outfield and utility spot. I assume there is a super cheap outfielder that you just absolutely love. Yes. Who is it? Uh, Albert, Albert Almora. He is going to be leading off for the Chicago Cubs against a left-handed pitcher. He typically only plays against lefties and he's $2,100. All right. So we get Almora in the outfield because it's an outfield of Stanton, Judge, and Almora. Almora is going to have to catch all the balls because there's no range anywhere else, but lots of dongs at utility. That leaves you the perfect amount of money to play VR if you want to. That's exactly what I'm going to do in this lineup. Definitely going to have VR there, and I, I love this lineup a lot as long as the, both the Milwaukee guys are in the lineup. And it's pretty easy, really, if for some reason VR is not in the lineup. You've got Dexter Fowler at 2,500. You've got Corey Dickerson against Homer Bailey, who Mike just absolutely despises. There's lots of options that you could play in that range if for some reason VR is not there. But we've got Tanaka, Sanchez, Walker, Bryant, Arcia, Stanton, Judge, Almora, and VR. Let's get over to DraftKings where it's it's a really weird slate. It is a weird slate because we lose that New York Yankee game, which just comprised, you know, 50% of our lineup. So that's going to be really tough to deal with. So it's pretty much all of the Cubs. All of the Cubs all of the time here on the night slate. Almora, Bryant, Rizzo already plugged into the lineup here, Mike. What other cub, what, other, what one or two other cubs do you want to have? Is Baez at second? Um, I don't know if Baez at second yet because I like Jonathan VR again, but I do, I do like, uh, the other cub I like is Addison Russell at shortstop. So we put Russell in there. We've got, I've got Robbie Ray currently locked into the DraftKings lineup, but we'll see if that changes. We didn't say Wilson Contreras at 4,700 against a left-handed pitcher. Do we want to add him as well, or is that too much for a catcher? Uh, I think it might be too much for a catcher. I mean, look, if we have the salary left over, I think that that's fine. Um, the guy that I kind of like that you're probably not going to like because you love Homer Bailey is Francisco Cervelli. I think that he's the best punt option at 3,100. Cervelli is much, much cheaper. In fact, like 50% cheaper than... Uh... Contreras is so I I don't dislike that uh that leaves us a couple of outfield spots to fill you're probably avoiding the Cardinals against Robbie Ray uh Gregory Polanco is and Starling Marte both a little overpriced in my opinion for this slate so what other outfielders are you looking at well I was I was looking at Gregory Polanco um (laughs) you know I obviously we we have a different opinion on Homer Bailey and the skill that he brings to the table each night so I, I still like Gregory Polanco, but if we, we drop down there, um, you know, take a shot on Corey Dickerson, who's a lot cheaper at 3,500. We didn't mention Ben Zobrist yet. There's a chance that he is in the lineup today at 3,600. He's a great value here. Over on FanDuel, he was only 2,400. So we, we like Ben Zobrist quite a bit if he's in the lineup. We haven't put any reds in our lineup. Not the yet. Pirates are starting a guy named Steven Brault. And yes, Steven does have a question mark after it. It's his middle initial, Steven Brault. Uh, any reds that you would like to have? I mean, I could see obviously playing Joey Votto, but I'm not going to play him at 5,100 over Anthony Rizzo at 53. Um, 
you know, you could play any of the reds here. Like this game is certainly stackable on both sides. I just, my personal preference is still to take the pirates side of things. Okay. I will say if you're looking for cheap outfielders on DraftKings, there are a couple that could be in the lineup that could be really nice values. Hernan Perez, if he gets the start against the lefty John Lester, he's got some speed too. He's just 2,900. Uh, speaking of that's what speed do, Gerard Dyson against Adam Wainwright at 2,800. And it's possible that he could be leading off. It's possible. If he is leading off, I'd have a lot more interest in him. I definitely want him at the top of that order. Um, I'm probably not going to play him if he's down near the bottom of the order. I would prefer Hernan Perez if he was in the lineup. Uh, but if he's leading off, then Dyson is certainly someone that I will be playing. Okay, so we can't afford Robbie Ray. It's tough. Unless we don't play Gregory Polanco. I think I'd rather play Robbie Ray. That makes sense. It's, oh, on DraftKings for sure, just because his uh, skill set really is rewarded by the scoring system over here on DraftKings. Let's do this. Let's put in Robbie Ray at pitcher. Let's put Hernan Perez and Corey Dickerson in our, in our outfield. Dickerson, I feel confident, is going to be there. Perez, we will see. But I feel pretty confident that either he or Dyson or another cheap outfielder at the top of the lineup will be there. And then you can have any other starting pitcher you want on the slate. Hmm. I mean, it's as it's ugly Wainwright. as it sounds, it's probably Wainwright for me. I, I would prefer Homer Bailey to Adam Wainwright, but you can have either of those. And then we don't have to go quite as cheap in the outfield as we did. You can take Hernan Perez out. And you can play Domingo Santana if you want to against a left-handed pitcher. I mean, that's what I would do. Pick on the, uh, find the Milwaukee guys that hit left-handed pitching well, and hopefully they're guys that can run, which most of them that we're mentioning are. Uh, I do think that there will be at least two stolen bases against John Lester. So that's Robbie Ray and a Cubs stack of Rizzo, Bryant, Russell, Almora. We've got Domingo Santana and Corey Dickerson in the lineup. Jonathan VR at second base, Cervelli at catcher. You know, it's too bad all these games aren't on one slate because then we might have two good pitchers to put into a lineup. It's going to be a fun night of DFS. We'll be back a little bit later with some NBA. 